0: My name is Mark Stevenson from ColdEssie. And this is
1: Mark Vila from Coleman and & Company. And today we're here to talk about uh, good, better, best. Yeah. And it's what does Harvard or what Harvard does know about selling t-shirts? Which is nothing. No one yeah. at Harvard has ever sold
0: a t-shirt. But uh, we've got a, a great article about that good, better, best kind of pricing philosophy inspired this podcast.
1: Yeah. And and the so this is about... Uh, making more money it is about selling better to your customers it's about empowering your customers to make good decisions and it's about um being best in your competition so this good better best strategy is is not just you don't see it everywhere by accident right it's on purpose and
0: by that you know what we mean about good better best is just like you see on most websites in in every retail environment you're offered more than one choice Mm -hmm. for a product so you you get a good product at a at a lower price you get a better product and medium price and you get the best product at a at a significantly higher price usually
1: yeah and you and you see it oftentimes um in when you're online shopping and yep. you see it all the time. It's very typical there where they kind of have the, you'll see, and they'll see three kind of columns typically. Yeah. That's a very typical thing. You,
0: you, you know what? Because we, we are videoing this. So if you okay, listen yeah. to us, um, that's great. We really appreciate that. But we also publish these podcasts on YouTube. So um, our sponsor for the t- today yeah, is. <laughs> is the um, Custom Apparel Startups on YouTube. Now you can find the podcast at the Cold SE Coleman uh, yep. YouTube channel as well. and. Um, I'm holding this up. We'd really like you to comment, by the way, and share those YouTube videos. I'm holding this up. Maybe we'll put a picture of it in the show notes. But basically, you can recognize the three columns. There's a good price for software. There's a better price for software. And there's a best price for software. And they do that because it works. Yeah. Because on average, you'll make more money by giving people choices than you will just by one. Yeah, you see it if you get, the next time you
1: get the the kind of the, um, the, your local flyer, or that value pack, or anything yep. like, like anything like that, local newspaper. You're gonna you're gonna find a lot of companies that offer services. It's yep. so like. Uh, carpet cleaning services, and floor cleaning, and all of these, and and oftentimes, you're gonna start running into the good, better, best, and they might highlight one in a different color, showing it's the best value, however yep. they do it. They're doing this because it's a strategy to actually, it, it improves customer service, it makes people feel better buying from you, and you make more money, yeah. you actually increase your income, and you will best your competition by doing it. Yeah. So um, we should probably start with um, the definition that we wrote yes of good better, Go. best okay so i'm gonna take up my notes here because we, 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 we take
0: we take minutes in preparing this <laughs> um
1: okay what is a good better best it's a strategy to offer three levels of products each containing different features and coming at a different price good being the minimum level your brand is willing to offer right better being an upgrade at a marginal price increase and best being the highest level your customer base would be willing to spend and specifically here on apparel.
0: Yeah. I, I, I like that a lot. Because just like you said, you you've got a you've got a good offering that your that some of your customer might be satisfied with. And if they are very frugal, they might choose that product. Yep. Um, you've got the better one that is kind of a, a actually a pretty good value and then you've got the best one to kind of set the set the mark for what a high price looks like
1: yes and it's it's important when i when when we wrote this down and it said good being the minimum level your brand is willing to offer and that's why it's called good better best it's Cause it's still called, good. Yeah, it's like, not called like cheap, middle price, expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and don't
0: even, don't push it that way. Either. Yeah,
1: and that's even though that's kind of what it is. Yeah. But the reason why it's good is because you still want to make sure that you're representing your brand. So if you're just talking about the quality of the blank apparel that you're working with, yes, there are there are plenty of our customers that we talk to where they won't offer the cheapest t shirt they can purchase through their supplier. Right. They don't that's below the, that's below the kind of their brand standard. Yeah. I start here, which is maybe, you know, the third or the fourth most expensive shirt. Right. That's their good. So your good needs to be the minimum quality of not only the garment, but the decorating method. And there's a bunch of other value propositions we'll, t- we'll get into. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the be- the better in this article that you had read, which I think you'll mention and we'll put it in the show notes, yeah. um, talks about these specific lines that you draw. So the better is going to have very specific upgrades to it. Yeah. It makes it better. There's more value in it and it costs a little bit more. but if if it's priced right, then the customer should look at that and and really see, wow, okay, this is better and this seems like a fair deal. And then the best is for the, it's really just the best. It's the highest name brand, you offer yeah. a special warranty, whatever it would
0: be. Yeah. It's it's a good and and so I'm gonna say this early. Okay. Because I, I think one of the reasons we're gonna talk about reasons why to, to employ this this pricing policy but there's a couple things that we hear about in the Custom Apparel Startups Facebook group, mm-hmm. when we do surveys all the time, is this price competition thing is heavy on people's minds. Yep. You know, so they see an advertisement for a shirt um, that a screen printer is selling for $8 or $9 and they completely lose their minds. Yeah. You know, Even though they've never had a customer leave them and go buy that shirt, it's still that price is out there in the marketplace and it's, it's worrying. Right? So this is a great um, defense against that. So the, the example that I'll, I'll bring up is um, the early days of good, better, best was actually in the car business. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I, I like this a lot. It's a good story. And so you know when,
0: when Ford first developed the car and, he's, and they're selling cars when they were mm-hmm. only the only car company, um, you could get whatever color black you wanted, right? The, the Model mm-hmm. A and the Model T and the early Fords came in A color. And there was only one of these models. When General Motors came out, and they looked at the dominance that these guys had in the marketplace, and and they gave people a choice. So they came out with more than one brand of automobile. So you know you've got you know let's say I think it's Chevy, um, Pontiac, yeah, and Cadillac, and Cadillac, right? Yeah, so so people would you could choose. You could get something that was very much like that basic Ford. You could get a next level up and then you could get the best model that had all the luxury features. Yeah. Which
1: is why, you know, the saying goes, this is the Cadillac of. Yeah. Right. Okay, and you hear, that, you hear that all the time. Nobody
0: ever says this is the Ford of. Yeah.
1: Not often. And it's been a hundred years. So you think <laughs> yeah. people would get over that. And and even though like, it, Hey, it, and if you love a Ford car, which a lot of people do, it's yeah. an amazing vehicle. Yeah. But um, I'm not advertising that. I'm just saying, I don't want to offend. They, no, Ford no,
0: no. They've gotten away from that. Yeah. Just one day. <laughs> But, I mean, if you think about it, the Ford is, is the screen print shop down the street. Yeah. It, the, all they ever offer, if, if all they do is screen printing, and all they do is screen printing for orders of over 100 shirts, you know, and all they do is they try to get you into a single color. Basically, their whole business is devoted to fewer options. Yes. Yes. And you're coming across and giving them right at the first take, the, the minute a customer talks to you, goes to your website, meets you in person, you know, you're already talking about them making a choice. Yes. And, and, that's, that, and that's it. That's powerful.
1: Yeah. So there's, I think there's a couple things that we could talk about here. Yeah. For one, we get to talk about what are some different approaches of the good, better, best. And yes. then the next we could talk about... Um, uh, how to how to make a good better breast good better best as well. Yeah, you know, how do we do that? So what are what are the different approaches? Why do we do it? Yep. And what do those mean? And then how do we actually create it? So yeah. we can get some good um, some actual some actual co- content out there that you folks can do. So when you're listening to this or watching this, you should be taking some notes because you have to think about how you're gonna create some sort of a good better best strategy for the next time you go to sell to a customer. Yeah, please and it's gonna work. And uh, the first thing on why, I think my favorite why on why you should have a good, better, best is there are things in my, in my life when I go out and shopping where all I just want the good because yeah. it doesn't matter that much to me. And there's other things that I want the best. And, and most people are that way when they're right. shopping. Certain things they will buy really inexpensive because it doesn't matter that much to them. Yeah, you know, canned corn. I'll just buy you know the supermarket brand. I don't care. Tomato sauce. I buy the if I'm buying it in a jar. If I'm buying it in a jar, it's got to be you're, a really good. You're
0: one. literally the only person I know that buys canned. Yeah, <laughs> no. You wait till you, no, no, you you could can put, put in it in the frozen bags. bags. You don't, you don't
1: There's so many. Anyway. I mean, yes, and all of I, I the, get it, uh,
0: but but you know, it goes to a lot of things. It, it's you know, what kind of beer do you drink? What yeah, wine do you drink? You know, um, what, what, what do you, what do you drive? You know, for some people, it doesn't matter what kind of beer it is. Yeah. Right. And for other people, man, if it's not the latest craft beer, you see, I said beard. Yeah. (laughs) If it's not the latest craft beer, um, that you, you know, that, that you and your other hipster friends like to drink, then, you know, you're not going to drink it at all. So why is that?
1: Yeah, and, and it's it's really just, for one, people have different tastes and different things. So if you are offering a pricing model and a sales model that you're only offering one option, then you're automatically going to lose some customers just for the fact that they they are looking for the best or they're looking for in, inexpensive, just right. the good. Yeah. And if they don't have anything to compare to, they, compare to, they don't yeah. know. Yeah. so um, don't make assumptions but the, the point being was that when you start offering better and best you are going to have people that just come in and just sit best yes they, they're, they're not thinking about it and yeah and That's the example, just what I do I
0: just buy the best
1: yeah the example was um, when I worked for a different company I was um, I was in given the task to get us some embroidered shirts right they we're going on a big trip there was a handful of us going so we wanted to get all brand new shirts yeah we wanted to get polo shirts. And um, and the owner said, said to me, he said that, he's like, I want to get the Moisture style shirts. I want to have them embroidered and I want Nike. Right. And I said, well, they can do, they don't have to do the Nike. And he said, I just, I love the Nike shirts. And he's like, I just think when we walk into a meeting and we've got my logo uh, and next to the Nike logo, it makes us, it That's makes us shame. look better, yeah, yeah you yeah. know? And he's like, and, th- and I play golf and I like playing golf and Nike shirts. Yeah. So, and, um, and after I go to these meetings, I'm not really going to have much to wear the shirts for, so I want to play golf in them. Right. So, right? so anyway, yeah. so we go there, and it that was it. And I, and I spoke to the guy there, and he's like, well, they're they're going to be you know, expensive. Yeah. Well, yeah, we you know. I mean, he knows how much it costs a Nike golf shirt costs him right. when he goes to the sporting goods store. That's what so, he wanted. So
0: price was not the determining factor. Yeah, it,
1: it was the fact that if he was going to buy stuff with his logo on it, he yeah. might as well spend 50 bucks
0: on it. Yeah. Now, so, so the, the great part about that story is, well, one part about that story is you, you already started with the expectation that Nike was what you were going to buy. Yeah. So you came in at best. Yeah. Right? So if somebody doesn't, if that same situation, you didn't come in as best, you were just looking for that um, shirt and the owner didn't specify Nike in advance, but you present them with a good, better, best. And one of those options is Nike. Yeah. He's going to go right for it. Yeah, or
1: I just and, – and that's the thing. Now there's a decision to be made, and then I text him or call him and say, hey, all right, economy brand, this one, yeah. Nike. And then the, the resp- response – he would, Nike. Yeah. He would have just responded and said Nike. However, if I would have just gone in and there was no question about it and he didn't think about it because yeah. he had thought about it before. One reason he had thought about it was because I had sold embroidery machines for a while. Right. So I, I knew a little bit about the business and I kind of gave, I said, Hey, you can buy lots of options. Yeah. And, um, but oftentimes you go in there and you just get one quote. I need three shirts. Okay. Here it is. Yeah. 25 bucks a piece or whatever the number is. Yeah. So, um, Let's talk about um, some good, better, best approaches. So this is um, from the article. What's the name of the article, by the way?
0: The article is the... See, I I, I have an arts and crafts product project okay. <laughs> in front of me because so I've cut things out. The name of the article is The Good, Better, Best Approach to Pricing. It's by Rafi Mohammed from the Harvard Business
1: Review. Yeah, so it, it was a good article. It was really interesting. And my favorite part um, of the article um, was talking about the three different type of approaches. Yeah. So um, the first one he says um, offensive plays. Okay. Defensive plays. Yep. And then behavioral plays. Yeah.
0: So so we've kind of been talking about the offensive plays, mm-hmm. and by offensive, it's you're actively trying to get somebody to um, spend more money with you yeah. by offering those three choices. And for everything that we, and by the way, uh, do me a favor if you're if you're uh, watching this on YouTube. Just if you're already using this strategy, go ahead and, and put examples down below because I'd really like to see what your website looks like or a situation that you've been in where this kind of strategy has worked. Yeah, because we'll add that
1: back into the show. Notes. And if you've and if you've taken uh, if you've if you've thought about doing this and implemented it, very yeah. curious on how um, what it might have done for your sales.
0: Yeah, because because we've done this at, at Cold Essie, as a matter of mm-hmm. fact. So we employed on our direct garment printer site. Um, we decided to offer people uh, good, better, and best solutions. And I, I will tell you that you know it, it's very effective. Very few people pick the most basic solution. They always pick something that's more appropriate for their needs. But I like the offensive approach um, because the, the purpose of it is to, is to make more money from offering kind of the same range of products, just the way you position
1: it. Yeah, it's it's a growth and a revenue strategy by going out there and tell, and just and giving your customers a menu to choose from. Right. And um, the big difference here is uh, is that it's just it's like I said it's it's if you just give them the one option that they're just going to pick that option. There's yeah. no so as soon as you start offering upgrades. Yeah. And we talk about upsells all the time, you know about. Did you offer the cap? Did you offer the koozies? Did you offer yeah. a second placement? You know, do you want to do the arm and the and the left chest? Yeah. You know, offering all those things are all upsells, but the shirt is also an upsell. So the whole package that you're offering, yeah. which isn't just necessarily, we've talked about the shirt and yeah. it being, you know, the inexpensive one, the medium grade one, and then the brand name one. right? but it's also about other features.
0: Yeah, the the article has a nice list of um, of things that you can use to add value to the, see, I'm holding up yeah, I like more, more yeah. things that I've carefully torn out of the article. Um, you know, the things that you could add to the better to the good, better, and best, it doesn't have to be a better quality garment. Um, it could be an add-on, like Mark said. You know, it could be a package mm-hmm. of a, a shirt and a cap, or a shirt and a cap and a koozie, or something along those lines but it could also be something about service. It could be faster delivery time. Mm-hmm. You know, in the better solution, we have a two-day turnaround. In the good solution, it takes about 10 days because we can more easily fit you into the schedule. Um, it could be um, the brand that differentiates it. It could be the um, flexibility. You know, maybe you offer, if you're doing digital prints, maybe you offer smaller or larger sizes as part of your good, better, best. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the standard size a 10 by 10 the good size is eleven by eleven and the um, best size the better size is eleven by eleven. The best is fourteen by fourteen. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you so so there's a variety of ways that you can look at this. All of them are designed to saying, you know, okay, yeah, it's it's twenty dollars for the good shirt, but look what I can get for the extra four bucks.
1: Yes, and it's also there are all these little other value adds. So, for example, if the garment you know that is the better quality one um, is a pre shrunk, but it's yeah. like a good pre shrunk, meaning that you have bought it, and you've tested, and you've washed it, and it really almost doesn't shrink at all, yeah. you can offer, say, like a no shrink guarantee. Oh, and yeah. that can be part That's of it. That's great. You know, say, hey, if any of your shirts shrink, Yeah, You know, um, by, I mean, however you want to make the rules, but if they shrink by a certain amount, then you come on in and I'll replace it for you. Because you know the garment that they're choosing in this best or better category performs really well that way. You can offer like a no fading in the color. So typically, right, you get like a green, or a dark blue, or a black shirt, and it fades out. If it's a cheaper shirt, the better ones don't do that. You can offer a no fade, you know, uh, yep. offer up to this many months where the color is gonna stay the same, however you wanna do it. Yep. There's a lot of great value you can put in there. And it's a way of gener- uh, generating more revenue. And it's yep. kind of simple, right? If you um, if you mark everything up by a, a certain percentage, so oftentimes what, uh, what a lot of people do in the apparel industry is, they charge um, double the price of the apparel, yep. and then they charge for the decoration. Yes. Right, that's a, that's one strategy people do. It's a yes. common one I hear about. So if that's if that's the case, if it's if we're talking about like golf style shirts, yep. if it's an if it's a eleven dollar one, you make a, you're making eleven dollars profit on the garment. Yep. If it's a twenty two dollar one, you're making twenty two dollars on the profit. Yeah. If it's a thirty dollar one, you're making thirty dollars on
0: that. Yeah. So, so you, make, you accelerate exponentially the amount of money that you're going to make when people choose the better and the best option. Yeah. Right? And they're going to do that. Like Statistically, you can read in the article, many more people will choose the better or the best, and very few people will choose the good.
1: Yeah, it's, it's so true. And when you, go, when you go in for just a price strategy, right away, somebody calls up and you don't offer them that, they only have the opportunity to say yes or no to that. And they're comparing, their good and better best comparison is versus your competition. Right. So the next one um, has to do with competition uh, is the defensive play.
0: Yeah, I I, I like this a lot too because it's just like the screen printer conversation that we had earlier. So right, what
1: happens is is you find out somebody sells shirts for cheaper and you make a decision of what am I gonna do? I'm gonna lower all of my prices by 15% so I can compete. Um, but with the good, better, best strategy, one of the things you can do is you can take your good and you can reduce down the quality of that good and the price and the price yeah. to have a lower competitive price to start with. Yeah. So maybe, uh, maybe it's a lesser expensive, um, uh, piece of apparel, or maybe you reduce the amount of stitches that is the amount of stitches you allow for this price for a a left chest logo, whatever it is. You reduce the amount of colors if you're doing heat transfer vinyl. You know, you used to offer it at three, but now you only do a single color at that price. You bring that good down, but then you still have your better and your best upgrade. Yeah. So you're price competitive versus your competition, but you still have that upsell opportunity and you're giving your choice to the customer. Yeah. Rather than walking away... Um or just attempting to lower all prices, yeah,
0: and it still doesn't you know um you still don't have to match what your um what your competition is doing, yeah, right it just lowers lowers it to closer to that, so you're more in the ballpark at the good level versus the competition. One of the good examples I think they used in the article was um was when uh, gyms first started to be fifteen on every block, mm-hmm. right you can join a gym for nothing yeah. now. Um well that transition was tough for a lot of for a lot of gyms. So um when uh, a new gym would come to an area that was offering like $10 a month for uh for training and and for all the features that you get, uh the existing gyms would do things like they would offer a lower price but they would leave out towel service mm-hmm. or they would leave out the classes or they would you know they they pare down their regular offering so they could bring their clo- their um, their products closer to the good offer um, that their competition was offering.
1: Yeah, no, and and it's great, and it's and it's then it that all plays into not only the money and lowering some price and offering something different, but still having an upgrade. But it goes it goes flows right into the third one, which is the behavioral play. Yeah, to be my favorite. Yeah, and it really this is for you and for the customer. So one of the things mentioned in here. Um, it has to do with psychology, and we've had some um, podcasts in the in the past where we talked about psychology and selling and persuasion. Yep. Go back and listen to those. I love that kind of stuff. Um, it's really interesting. But one thing that they say is that they move people away from a binary decision. Right. All right. So a binary decision means it's either yes or no. Right. Binary um, is is one or zero. It's my way or highway. Right. know It's one or the other, and that's that. It people don't like these types of decisions. People don't like decisions that are just binary, where they just have two things. I, I can get all of this or I can get none of it. It's uncomfortable to make that decision because it's so, um, you feel like you almost don't have a choice. Yeah, And that's very uncomfortable. So what you do is when you provide the good, the better, best, you give you put the power back into your customer's hands. So now it's not about the decision, do I buy or not? The decision is, which one of these do I buy?
0: Yeah, and that's, that's especially powerful when you're up against um, competition that only offers one thing. You know, so yeah. for example, if your customer just got off the phone with somebody down the street that's offering transfers, they've got this limited set of transfers, limited number of colors, and they ask for a price on 14 shirts, they say, "Here's the price." Yep. Then they call you and they're 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 saying, "Here's what I want to do. I'm looking for 14 shirts. You know, what what's your price?" So, oh, "Well, I've actually got a couple of options for you. You know, you can get you know, this product for similar price to what you're getting down the street, I've got a, a, a better solution that I think might work for you, and then I've got the best, which includes things like the Nike brand and things like that. Which one do you want?
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's, I just think this is so important for to giving your customers this power. Yes. Because especially now, when and um, it's so easy to shop for things now, yeah. and it's so and, and it's easy to get and it's easy to get anything. Yeah. Um. That when that when you're getting into this with your customers and you're talking with them about giving them the options and you put the power back into their hands, that's where the consumer feels comfortable. The consumer now really feels comfortable about being out. I decide where I'm going to spend my money. I decide which one I want. I don't want to yes. be sold on which one they get. People don't like that.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a really good point. Is is people don't want to be sold? Yeah. So if you only give them one option, then they're just going to make a yes or no decision. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you, if, but if you offer them the three choices, then they just feel like you're giving them options. Yeah,
1: and you really are. And and I the way I would propose it. Um, would be uh, something to the effect of, I really care about that my customers like what they're getting. And I know that part of choosing the right apparel all the time, and it doesn't matter what you're buying, whether it's shoes from the store or t-shirts at my shop, it's it's a combination of price and quality and longevity and all all of these things. Mm -hmm. And I really care about my customers. So I develop a few most popular Kind of niches that I yeah. put these into, yep. and this is what I consider my good, my better, and my best. And this is what people really like. What's what's good for you? Yeah, you tell me. You know what's good for you, and then and then you put it, put it in their court, and they get to look, and then they look at it and they see like, oh, I like that. You know, I like that. This one goes on the wrinkle-free shirt. Yeah, I hate ironing. Yeah, and then so then immediately it's a big deal that now they don't the good is gone because they see that the good is not wrinkle-free.
0: Yeah. So in, in the article, they talk about that as a fence. And I kind of okay. I I mm-hmm. like using those technical terms. Mm-hmm. So, so the fence there is, is, you know, you've got something that's wrinkle-free or not wrinkle-free. Someone's going to buy that. Yeah. Right? And they'll pay more. It could be, maybe it's even a $2 difference or a $4 difference in the shirt, but I only buy stuff that I don't have to
1: iron. Yeah, I, right? Do. I, mean, I do. Right, <laughs> I'm, there, I there do. you go. So yeah. so
0: it's wrinkle free or I'm not buying it, but you still offer them this selection. And I think one place to look at this is if you look at custom apparel websites, not necessarily like the big ones, like Zazzle or Cafe Press, but maybe even your own if you sell online, what you'll see is you'll have the opportunity to pick a design, Mm-hmm. And then you'll pick um, the style of the shirt, and then you'll pick the color. Mm-hmm. So by the time you get down after you pick a V-neck, for example, uh, in a ladies' tee, the next, the only choice that you're offered from then on is a color. So now I can get one of these colors, but I'm not offered anything more expensive. Yeah. You know, so you're really not giving a good, better, best. You're giving customers customer some nice options, but once they picked a. 20, $25 configuration, you're not presenting them with a possibility, he says, well, I've got an extra 10 bucks to spend, but you'll never know yeah. because you didn't ask me for that.
1: So I, I like the idea of um, when you're doing this and you're giving your customers the options, some of them are value options. You know, you offer the um, a, a no shrink guarantee or a, yep. color, or a color fast type of a guarantee for a period of time. Um, you offer, um uh, the wrinkle-free, yep. you know, as something, the stain resistance yep. as something else, you know, like all the, that won't fade, all of these things. You have to think of all the values you can put in. And then part of the, of the upsell, maybe not even necessarily, they don't know the difference between District and Next Level and yeah. Bella and all these brands, you know, I mean, your customer, the, this is, this is, words we use yeah right so when you're selling to them you know you just sell all right this is the one that's fade resistant and wrinkle free yeah this is the one that's all of it this is the one that's got moisture wicking properties this one's 100 percent organic cotton yes you offer these and these are the these are what they're choosing and if it's online if you build your store online you let them choose the garment that way you know it's it starts off with like standard cotton organic cotton yeah. Wrinkle-free blend, yeah. moisture wick.
0: And you can, use, you can use kind of a feature benefit statement like that, um, or you can even just use descriptive terms like premium.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I
0: have a standard brand shirt, I've got a premium, and then I've got the really high end. You know, and if you talk about premium, it's just like, you know, um, if you're booking a hotel room, you're gonna pay more if it says the word sweet. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if the room's any bigger, but man, if if it's a suite, that's where I want to stay. You know, I don't want to stay in a hotel room. I want to stay in a suite. Yeah. So so it's the same kind of this kind of wording and the, these kind of options you can offer your customers, and maybe not the first day, but within a very short period of time, your average sale is going to drift up. And it's the same amount of work to embroider on a um, a fifty dollar Nike polo and make more money um, as it is to. Embroider on a fifteen dollar,
1: yeah, just generic, a, yeah, whatever the generic is, yeah, and that's that's the key to all of this is is that you are you're for the same amount of time, you're you're able to make. A higher revenue yeah your customers happier because they got to choose a premium product let's, yes I mean let's just be honest when a shirt is nicer you like it better yeah I mean that's true. just it true it doesn't matter what it is shirts ch- shoes socks yeah whatever you have if they're nicer and they're more comfortable you like them better you keep them longer they last longer and your customer is gonna be happier yeah and everyone's got those t-shirts and the, or the shoes or whatever it is that they own that's apparel that's of a better quality and they like wearing it and yes. the stuff that doesn't feel good or is uncomfortable or is shrunk they're not going to like so you're helping yourself by making more money and you're you're helping your customer because they've really got an opportunity to choose something amazing absolutely and you have to, this is comes into um asking questions we talked about when we sat with monty yeah oh yeah if you didn't listen to that but you, you ask customers about um Know okay, are it's going to be outside? Is this a single time event? Okay, well this is for like um my, your or for your warehouse crew. Okay, are they are they customer facing? Okay, um and do you you provide the repair Right. Okay, so they're customer facing. They have a logo on it. How long? How often do you replace them? Okay, yeah. you replace them every six months. Okay, you want to get a shirt then that they're customer facing. So you don't want the shirt. You want the shirts to not really stain or look bad. Yeah. You, you want maybe a moisture wicking material, or at least something a cotton that is like a nice quality cotton. So they don't have you know pit stains yeah. and stuff like that. You know you add all this up, and then all of a that, sudden that's you, some compelling sales copy, by the way. <laughs> yeah. It's no true, pit so. Pit stain free. Yeah. You don't want you don't want your cut. You don't want your staff coming to a customer delivering them something from the warehouse. Yeah. With, and I'm a, I'm not talking about sweat. We're talking right. about pit stains. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> let's
0: let's but, not let's not talk about that anymore. But no,
1: you don't want it. You know, you you want to you want them to go there. And we one of the examples we talked about was if you're dealing with like a, a luxury boat dealer, yeah, right. And you start ta- asking these questions, and then you say, well, you know, I do offer an I offer an Adidas or an Eddie Bauer, you know, yeah. shirt that I can provide, and I know that. You probably you know, I'm sure that you when your customers come in, you want a level of prestige is there. So even if the people who are just kind of washing and waxing the boats are wearing an Eddie Bauer brand shirt with the logo on it, that's gonna provide prestige for them. And that's the best. And the the owner might be you know, he might be somebody who's no, I don't care about that too much. Or they might look at that and just say, That's yes. Yeah, I can't believe I never even thought about that. And they're gonna be thanking you
0: for the good, better, best. I I like that. Now one thing that we that i don't know where it fits we didn't talk Mm -hmm. about is i loved your popcorn example that we were talking about yeah it's kind of reframing the price discussion
1: yeah well actually i think it fits kind of in this spot okay so the next thing next note we have here is that customers tend to decide more quickly when they're given a good better best Okay. Because it's not the binary decision. It's not, they're not making this thing, do, do I do it or do I not do it? Yeah. They're just kind of get to flow in and, you know, all right, which which one of these do I want? You know, and it's, so when you're, I think the popcorn kind of falls into that. Because when you, if you have one size popcorn at the movie theater and it's $8, you are, you're, you're just... I'm like what? How is it eight dollars? I'm not going to buy any for like popcorn. a nickel's yeah, worth of popcorn. I'm um, not going to do it. But then they have it's 8.50 for a medium and 9.50 for the large tub with free refill. Right. Now you're like, well, I mean, that 9.50 is not a bad deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, like, but the <laughs> only reason you would say
0: that because if somebody was standing outside a grocery store. Selling boxes of popcorn for $10. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no. no That's what they do. I'm pretty sure. I think it's like a $20 bag of popcorn.
1: I I would love to talk with them about not, uh, just go to the cookie. Go, to, just the go to the cookie. I mean, people, it's, I mean, is, is there a patent on girls? Just, uh, just, just. Like,
0: can't you just have? Just ask me for the money. Because I'm <laughs> yes. never going to spend yeah. money <laughs> on <laughs> the popcorn. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, anyway. the, the idea behind the popcorn example is, <laughs> is you you, all of a sudden, you've reframed the pricing competition. Yeah. So, you know, you were, you know, first maybe someone calls up and you're up against competition, you know, but you're offering these choices. And even though yours might start more, start more, now your prices seem normal and regular and they're likely to choose the extra large. They're likely to choose the better or the best, just like in the popcorn example, because you've reframed the conversation about price.
1: Yeah, and, right? and the reason why it's important to have good, better and best because that the, in making that choice, that I remember reading something a while ago and I don't I don't recall the source, so I'm just gonna pretend like I, I made all this I invented this idea. But now um, I don't remember the source, but I was reading somewhere back and they were talking about this uh, that they offered a small popcorn and a large popcorn. Okay. Right. And that they o- almost always sold the small popcorn. Right. There was people didn't feel as much of a difference to upgrade. Okay. To the to the big one. So uh, then they insert the medium.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they sell more larges for inserting the medium. And the reason is, is because of that, it's that what McDonald's did for a while. Yeah, You know, like just large. medium, large, yeah. super size. And because once you start looking at the value of oh, things right. as they go up, right. and the value of that, of the good, seems really, really like a really bad value when you compare it to the better.
0: Yeah, XYZ is only a few pennies more, you know. And then if I'm already at better,
1: I should probably just go to best, Yeah. depending where you are. And that's gonna be up to you on how you price. You know, if you go with generic, slightly better generic, you know, Adidas brand or Eddie Bauer brand, you know, you, you might not be able to have, you might have a big jump to that best. Yeah. But you're gonna have to figure out what that strategy is for you. Is it three generics or is it, a cheap generic, a nice generic, and then a very premium. Right. That's gonna be up to you on where that jump is. But you're either going to be driving a lot of people to the better or driving a lot of people to the best, depending yeah. on that strategy.
0: So so there's there's a lot of things I love about the good better best strategy. And one of them um, one of them is because it's going to get you thinking about your pricing. Yeah. Because if you're listening to this podcast, if you've already started a business there's a 97% chance you're not charging enough money. Okay, that, mm-hmm. that happens all, almost all the time. People are actually embarrassed to, to charge a lot of money for their work, for custom t-shirts, um, or you know, to charge what the market will bear. So one of these things that I, I want you to keep in mind and swear to us
1: okay. <laughs> that you will
0: not do is take this good, better, best strategy, take what you're already charging and find two shirts that you can sell cheaper. That's not the point behind the exercise. Yeah. Okay, it's for you to make more money. I promise you, you are not charging too much, and that if you find a couple of higher value things, you know you'll look down the road, and in a month or two months or, or three months, you'll realize that your average order, um, your average profit per order is going up. That means you're doing the same amount of work, but you're making more money. Yeah,
1: and I think that when it when it really works is when. The good, better, and best is, like, a a true and honest, like, good, better, best. Like, you're offering more, even if it's just more things. Yeah. Because you said before, and I didn't think about it until you really mentioned it, that the good is a a shirt. Yep. The better is a shirt and a cap, and the best is a shirt, a cap, a koozie, and... You know and a fourth and a fifth thing you know and a headband whatever it might be you know depending for your difference so you have like a sports package where you know the good is just like the shirt and the hat and that's the good and then the end kit is like the bleacher seat for the parent that's decorated yeah and it includes like a couple of koozies and all so the best is really just a lot of things and it's a really good value for the customer and you've got profit and margin built into all of those things so uh, it's not just about the quality of what they're getting could be the quantity yeah it could be
0: different types it could be you know you've got a performance t-shirt and the next one you've got a performance hoodie yeah and then you've got a warm-up jacket you know or a set of Mm -hmm. each one of those you know take what you're offering now and make that your good or better and then fill in the blanks for the other two
1: yeah i think i think that that's great and uh, and then yeah remember on the defensive strategy if you are really having an issue cuz you feel that you're pricing in the market and this is a, this is a thing it's I don't want you to feel that you're priced out I was the just going to say don't that I feel it but yeah. but when you if you start to get the feeling then you start to do some research and you look around and you really compare like what is going on because prices change for everything yep. over time. What is going on? So maybe at that point in time, if you do have to offer a good as a defensive strategy, yes, you define a new good, you know, and then you're better and you're best. But Agreed. really you've got to make sure that what you're doing is continuing to offer a better value, a better product for more money. Yeah. As best as you can, and that is what's going to be part of the driving factors of growing your business. With doing the same amount of work, with the same amount of staff, with everything is the same, you've yeah. just gotten better at offering.
0: I really like this idea a lot. Maybe, um, maybe if you want to, you're welcome to send us your ideas for good, better, best, yeah. And we'll take a look and help you work through that. But I like this idea so much. Like if you're listening to this podcast or watching the video, do this on your do it. Do this now. Okay. Like do this on the next phone call, or um, the next request for quote you you get, just put a little bit of thought into it and give somebody the good, better, best options and see how that changes. Yeah, and
1: just keep it simple. Yeah. Even if even if you're not like you're all, I only offer like two brands of all. Okay, then yeah. just like this one includes the hat. Yeah, this one includes the koozie. Right. You know whatever it is, like just even as as simple as you can, do something that you can do immediately. Um, but how do you make a good, better, best? Yeah. That's, I, that's I, what we should discuss yeah, then. absolutely. Um, because if you're gonna do it next, we need to have some ideas on sure. um, how to get there. Um, so I made a few notes here, we both did. Um, one of them is just consult your apparel supplier. Yeah, that's good. So you call up or you talk to your rep or you call them up or yeah. however you communicate with them. And you just say, I, I sell this shirt, this hat, this polo, whatever the, th- often things you buy from them and you just say, I want to develop like a good, better, best strategy with the shirt, the hat, the hoodie. Can you help me pick some brands? Like just start with the apparel Yeah, and they'll go ahead and they'll, and chances are they're going to be able to tell you, you know, like, Oh, the one you're buying now is what we consider like a pretty good one. Here are the two popular upgrades that other companies buy because that's what they're going to tell you whenever you ask them what's the best, they're going to be talking about popularity and things. so you can learn from them. Um, the story of uh, where my friend, or you know, my friend, old boss, who with the uh, polo and the Nike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Learn from your customers.
0: Oh, that. Right. I mean, your right.
1: customers are going to ask for things, and you realize that could be a best. Yeah. They, you know? So, so
0: they're going to ask for a specific brand T-shirt. Yeah. Or a different kind of shorts or something like that that you don't normally carry. So you can go out and find that you've already got a demonstration in house that someone asked you for it. So you know people it'll sell. Yeah. So good one. What like was
1: my that. best order, and then you go back and look at it, and it's because they did everything. They did the shirt and the bag yep. and the can cooler and the seat and the laptop case, and yeah. you know they, right, they right. you add, and then you're like, that was the best order. Yeah. That's best. Write that down and make that as a quote. It's a good you know, idea. That you can sell that to people. So look at what orders you've done before. Um, and then uh, you can just compare to other businesses. Simple, yeah. you know, I mean, if you could just price shop your competition, even if it's not local, yeah. another city or a town, you know, call up and just try to find, look, Google search, find websites. Um, also uh, use like retailers and stuff like that. Yeah, that aren't in your competition, I like, I like that idea. If you go to like uh, Macy's or a Sporting Goods store or, or something like that, um, and you go to wherever they have like a particular type of apparel, right? Whether it's like socks or it's T-shirts or whatever, they kind of group it together. Wine, even, right? They yeah. group it together where it's like, here's the cheap stuff, here's the better stuff, here's right. the best stuff. Right. And as you typically move through that, the marketing and the feel changes as well. Yep. So it's like the the cheap, you know, if like when it, when I'm like buying like work shirts, you know. Um, before I made my own, which actually I just didn't decorate this shirt, right. but I will one day. You mean you're going to decorate <laughs> it later <laughs> too? Probably, that's, usually, that's oftentimes how I work. I buy some and then I put one on, I'm like, I didn't decorate this mm-hmm. one. And then uh, I decorated that day. But, yeah. And go in there. So what you'll notice is like the cheap shirts, they're just like, they're all in a rack, they're jammed together. The price is the giant thing. Yeah. And then you go to like the better shirts and there's a little bit, they're a little bit nicer and maybe they start That's talking true. about some features Yeah. and then you go into the premium shirts and they're on like nicer it's, mannequins it's tailoring, they're really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they put, you know, tags on there that you'll see, you know, like, you know, like wrinkle free and they talk or, or, you know, great for playing golf or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. I mean, yeah. it could be anything. So you could do that with your strategy as well. Look around and see. Okay, this is how I can like. This is how I can strategize my best by by using more descriptive words. Yep, and making it just sound, feel, and be the best.
0: Yeah, I like that. And I, you know, once again, I just want to remind everybody apply that to your online presence as well. Yeah, oh yeah. So I mean, mm-hmm. you go to a product page if you're if you're shopping for something like like software or cars or or whatever it is you'll always see comparisons like that. And really, you have an opportunity somebody comes to your website to set their frame of mind right up front. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the things that you should be looking for. And maybe that's even part of your strategy. So you could even talk to people about, so this is how I chose our good, better, best or our our um, bronze, silver and gold, you know, standards, mm-hmm. our 3, 4 and 5 star offerings is I did this. I surveyed our customers which ones do do they prefer i looked at the features that are most important to them you know i um surveyed i I called my apparel supplier and asked them for levels of quality Mm -hmm. you know so you can even make that pitch so you're even framing the good better best conversation before they get to the price And, and that's what's really cool about that is um
1: like it made me think about um like asking customers questions Mm -hmm. and when and when they're online there's so many cool things you could do nowadays but one thought that popped in my head is when you're talking about the online presence and and i was thinking about asking customers questions is you can even develop like out a little quiz like to help your customers find out you know what they want you know ask them the questions how important is longevity how how important is price how important is comfort how important is it you know uh, washing well yeah You you ask them all these questions and then you can use that as like a consultation, or, or you know, if you get real, if you're real sophisticated, and you have a great website. It could have a score that adds up. Yeah, that's up. And true. It, and it oh, it sounds you should like you get the better. A, yeah. yeah, I like that. So, um, but even if you're not that sophisticated, and you're just describe that online. Yeah, and you ask your customers, they you know, to rate it themselves. Yeah, say so go ahead and take this quiz yourself. Ask five questions and give them like you know a score of one to five. Say hey, do this. Add it up, yeah, and then here's your scoring on the bottom. If
0: you if you if you scored a, a three, then you probably want the good shirt. Yeah, if you scored a seven, you want the the best shirt. People will retake that quiz, yeah. until they qualify for the better shirt. <laughs> and until they they really will, totally. And, yeah, and
1: and it's a great conversation to have about yeah. it. But really, I I think what I really like about this strategy is for one, it 100 percent works. <clears throat> It, it just—it's been studied. Yeah. This, this is the type of stuff that's in um, business classes and marketing and sales classes. It, it's a it's kind of
0: thing that the Harvard Business Review would write about. Yes, yeah. 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 So
1: it's it—it it, it really works, and this and studies prove it. Um, not only does it work for the business, but it by helping them generate more revenue, but it works for the customer because customers are generally more satisfied yeah. when they're put into this scenario because they were empower- empowered. To make a choice. Uh, yes, like I love for this type yeah. of thing, for a custom apparel, I love it to be the best. Yeah, I like that. They this. felt great about that decision and then they're gonna come back, they're gonna write a great review about you yeah. and they're probably gonna even talk about how, oh, it was great because everywhere else I went, they just told me what to get. Yep. and then I went to this shop, and they helped to guide me to choose what was best for me. Yeah, and I felt like I was getting you know custom custom tailored apparel. I'd, I'd, I'd loved love to get that review. Yeah, Yeah. So,
0: so we've got a couple of different things that we talked about. We talked about using the good, better, best strategy in mm-hmm. an offensive way, not, not an offensive way, yes. an offensive way. Let's say that that is that is more towards. Um, Prof- providing a better customer yeah. experience pit
1: stains offensive? yes they are now <laughs>
0: okay. um, providing a better customer uh, experience yeah and you're just you're offering it you'll increase your average sale your average profit yeah it's about it's about growth right makes exactly. more money then the, the, the defensive posture is more you're doing it because of conditions in the marketplace mm-hmm. so you're addressing a lower cost competitor by offering more choice and for giving reasons for those choices and Um, illustrating kind of some fences that keep people from buying the cheaper shirt. Yeah. Which is like the stain-resistant, things like that. Yeah, the wrinkle-free. Yep. And then there's the the behavioral um, play, uh, which is kind of... it's the buy, don't buy. It, yeah, it's it reduces the binary. stress right. of
1: them trying to pick if they're going to do business with you. Yeah, you it, know,
0: it's a better customer experience.
1: Yeah, they feel a lot better with that situation, and it doesn't mean you're going to win all the time. Yep, you know, and that's not what any of these things are about. When this, when these studies, I remember learning about this, you know, when I was studying interpersonal communication in uh, in school, and and discussing this, and and talking about good, better, and best, and talking about choices. Yeah. And part of the reason why good, better, best is a standard is because three is a very, very comfortable number yeah. to choose from. And um, and four is, yeah. is usually pretty yeah. good too. Sometimes five is okay. It really depends on, on what you're choosing from. Right. But too many, and then people get uncomfortable. Too many choices. So, too many choices, and, yeah. and then people don't want to decide. Right. So, um, and you'll notice that particularly when you're shopping for things and you really have to think hard about this and watch, but you'll see when you're in an area where they have um, like wine, right? In the grocery yes. store, I mean, they'll have an aisle. I don't even understand like how that many brands can exist. Right, still, right? you know, yeah. there's so many, but you'll notice in the grocery stores or in the liquor stores, they they know that that's an overwhelming. So they put they put, they actually literally will put up the signs and fences reds sweet reds yeah Cabernet, they right, start right. like break so now you're like okay I'm, I'm only have to choose from five types of wine here yeah. then they shelve them specifically by price all right well i don't yeah, want the yeah. cheap one yeah okay well i can't ex- all right there we go now i've got five wines to choose from and you can pick one yeah so um remember when you're choosing that but good better best the reason why it's great is because it is a limited number so don't go crazy with it with good better, better better best Bestest, yeah, best, even even better, best, even better. Um, don't go too crazy with it because then right. you're going to go ahead and you're going to make it worse for yourself.
0: Can we can we establish like cold S-E good? <laughs> yeah, as like the ultimate kind of best. Sure. Yeah, then there's good, better, best. Then there's cold S-E. and then that's only
1: four choices. So that's really. That's, that's not good. bad. You yeah, could that's you not could bad. drop the other three if it was effective, <laughs> but
0: that's not what we're doing.
1: Um, so but yeah, it's it's just something that that it's been around for a long time. So it really pro- it's really proven to work, but it works over time. Yeah. So you have to do it and then you have to not give up on it. And you you tweak, you you figure out what works. If nobody ever chooses the best, right. change what best means, what it is. You know, maybe it's maybe the brand of shirt was too expensive. Yeah. Um for and it's It's your market too, who you're selling to. Um, If you go around and you sell to IT companies a lot and tech businesses, there's kind of like there's a lot of tech in your area, so you're selling to um, software companies and hardware companies and companies that manufacture expensive goods and they deal with a high end client. That best option is probably going to be really good for you. Okay. You know, you, you're your good is yeah. going to be, a, is, might be somebody else's better or best. Yeah, right. Um, at the same time, if you're dealing with a lot of like blue collar type of stuff.
0: And yeah, just if you're in a rural area, it's not a big market. Yeah,
1: or they're just, you're dealing with a lot of landscaping companies and things yeah. like that. You know, they, they have a different definition of it because they don't want, they're not going to spend $60 on a shirt. Right. You know, because they're going to stain it. But they all, but they also want something that they're going to be able to wear for a little while because they don't want to have to buy shirts again. Yep. And they've done it. They've bought the really cheap shirt before. They've ripped holes in it and gotten it stained and shrunk. Yep. And now they're buying new shirts again and they're upset. Yep. So um, you're going to be able to find that for your market. Um, what else? Anything else we have to cover? Because no, this is, this is really a lot I, of good information. I, I
0: like it. You know, uh, I think it's something that everybody should employ whether or not we've explained it well or not. <laughs> you know, I, I really do. I think, look, we're, we're going to link to the article, and yeah. it's, it's, it's a little long, I and mean, it gets technical in places, but there's some great examples of information there. I'd like you to read our show notes because we'll make sure to put links in there that, that will mm-hmm. apply, and maybe we'll even find a couple of good web pages that we can use ex- as examples we'll put in there. And um, most of all, what I'd really like you to do is look at the YouTube video, and and put your comments and questions uh down below
1: yeah that's because great. because uh, yeah, this is be a particular
0: great. topic i'd like to start a conversation about because i'm looking for more ways that we can bring up the average price in the business and i think this is a good way to do it
1: yeah yeah and and part of the goal of this podcast and um and part of you know, Koldeski and Coleman and company's goals is that, you know, we're, we're giving our customers the products and the tools and the equipment and everything like that, that you get to be the best in the industry. And if you're listening to this and you're still really new and you're not the best yet, uh, it's what we've talked about before. You know, it's like the fact that you're studying this and the fact that you're thinking about it, and now you're going to go out and when you're looking at flyers that come in the mail yeah. and you're looking at things in stores or you're online shopping for something and you start to see you know this is a good, better best situation. yeah, absolutely. And, you're, and then you're gonna get inspira- get inspiration from others. Don't try to think of everything by yourself like see something and just it'll hit you. You're yeah. just like that's my that's like my brand. That's how I want to do it. I want to do it I, something I like, just that, like a lot. that I like that yeah. A lot so great well um so the things that people should do right now right, right now for one is you should start like your your basic good better best idea mm-hmm. what can you do like would using the thoughts like look at some old orders things think about things customers have asked develop what it is yep. if it's multiple things if it's call, different brands, call your apparel rep yeah call your apparel do something right away just so the next time you have to quote somebody you can try to insert that good better best yep. in the quote And uh, also we talk about um, you you shouldn't verbally quote people things. You should put things in writing. Absolutely. So even if they do ask for, you know, something, you can always add a second quote or an additional piece of information that you add in there in writing. Put it it right in there, yeah. Where you get to say, hey, by the way, even regular customers, I know you love this stuff. Just want to let you know that I've put together a couple more packages. I'm just telling everybody. Yep. Like and it. and you'll make some more, and then the so that's the one thing is actually make one, and the next is to go out in the world and pay and and take time over the next handful of days this weekend when you're shopping for something, whatever it is, to look for good, better, best. Yeah, stuff. absolutely. And you and
0: you'll be a pro at. It. You'll you'll see it everywhere, yeah. and you'll be able to apply it. Um, all right, that that sounds great. Thank you for uh, for listening once again. If you are a regular podcast listener. Uh, please rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're watching this on YouTube, definitely like us and share us and put your comments below. And um, and buy more yeah. stuff from <laughs> Cold Essie. That's my, that's my last commercial. Yeah,
1: but the, the best thing, the one of the best things you can do definitely is, is share, comment, like, all that good stuff. Um, If you are studying how to get better at social media yourself, you understand how important that is. So um, that's one of the great things you could do for us. So thanks a lot for listening. Yeah.
0: Okay, guys, thanks again. This has been Mark Stevenson from Coldesi And Mark Vila from Coleman & Company. You guys have a great business.